0: You're listening to Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Join the heroes of Icon as they defend Cybertronian civilization from the remnants of Cybertron First to Lord Starscream's egotistical leadership, and beyond to the unknown threats on the other side of distant stars.
1: Welcome back to Empire of Rust, the one and only Transformers RPG podcast. And we are, yeah, we're playing a game today. Isn't that amazing? It will be. I actually got a funny story to tell. We, uh, uh the Transmissions guys and I recorded a stream last night for the Transformers deck building game.
2: Oh, this uh, actually, is gonna be good.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be good. I uh, I put it up on uh, Tabletop Sim in order to, to play it with all these guys, because I don't live near any of them, of course, so... So yeah, we got together. We played that virtually, and it was a really good time. We uh, we went through the whole setup process and uh, kind of kind of how to play everything on it. So yeah, it was a great time. It uh, actually should already be out uh, in the transmissions uh, on the transmissions YouTube channel as well as the Nerd Stradamus uh, YouTube channel. Uh, because I was joined by Charles and Jeremy from Transmissions, as well as Doctor Pants from Nerd <laughs> Doctor Pants, you say? Yep. Doctor. Related to Doctor Pantaloons. <laughs>
3: I'll
1: have to. I'll have to ask him next time I see him. I there
4: was. I think there was an episode of The Tick about that. You know, dinosaur Neil. You know. <laughs> Nerd Stradamus, though. That's. Oof.
5: <laughs> uh,
4: like I'm like it's both rough and brilliant like I'm like ah uh, I don't know if I should love it or hate it it's <laughs> supposed <laughs> uh, happen at the same time it just
6: is yep, you can leave why it. not or her pants it. what's his name in it? sir pants dr pants dr pants oh, no, I didn't mean to strip you of your degree sir yeah.
2: sir <laughs> sure. vassal of lord lord trousers sir lord trousers
5: pants esquire <laughs> <you know. laughs>
2: To become Lord Trousers, does he have to be knighted? And if he's knighted, does it cut the belt loops?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Actually, he is on the Transmissions uh, Discord server, and he is uh, Dr. Reginald C. Pants, Esquire.
2: Uh, We don't mean to make uh, light of your name, sir. It's just ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) In the best possible way.
4: (laughs) Hey, if the pants fit... (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, I knew you were gonna make that joke, <laughs> and I let you.
1: So yeah, that's what uh, what I've been up to, uh, streaming with uh, with those guys, and uh, and hopefully we'll be able to to do it again, or actually do some more, uh, relatively soon. Maybe the uh, the the Transformers uh, trading card game, and we'll even do some of the stream for uh, the expansion for the deck building game when it comes out, and the. The Decepticon uh, version of the deck built game, which I believe is out in, like, September, October or so of this year. What do you think of the game itself? It is rules-heavy. I will put it that way. <laughs> it's a, a fun game, but it is a, a very... Com- it's, it's a little bit complicated. Uh, it took me a couple of tries to just go through the rule book, be sure I got everything down right before I was confident enough to actually try it live. So... Uh, but it's certainly a, a good game to, to try out, uh, and I hope to get a chance to play with you guys as well, because I think you'd, uh, you'd enjoy it.
2: Can we play the Decepticon version? You'll have to wait till later this year, but yeah. I, I assume that version allows cheating.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: there are Decepticons. If they don't, then who does?
2: So there's no Decepticons, which is just a bunch of
6: Autobots fighting in the, when, when you played?
1: There's Decepticons in the deck to fight against, but not to play as.
6: Oh, all right.
1: Uh, what about you guys? Have you uh, been playing anything or streaming anything or anything that you'd like to to promote while we're doing from Promotion Corner over here? Well, I'd like to
6: promote Pat to uh, Sergeant General. <laughs> <laughs> I second that.
1: And Adam to your Rear Admiral. <laughs> so good news is you get a, a pay bump, but you also have a lot more responsibilities. So
4: Almost never worth
1: it. Take it or leave it, guys.
2: Being a rear admiral seems like me it uh, seems to me like it would be a major pain <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the card games there and complicated rules and such, I had created a train racing game in the past that you create uh, a game I did uh, I've created several, but this is the first one I've actually put out there for the public to see. Uh, If you wanted to check it out, uh, I believe it's facebook.com slash train racing, all one word. And uh, yeah, that has some information about the the game itself and a link to where you could uh, buy yourself a copy. Um, Fair warning, it's expensive because it's a one-off printing. So I'm not sure what the pricing is right now because it's been a few years since I've done anything with it. But basically, you um, uh, it's a card-building game. So uh, you draw cards, uh, you play cards that end up becoming the track that you're racing on. You're trying to beat out your uh, competitor trains there, the other players. And the more players there are, the longer the track is. Along the way, um, you're building the track as you go. So you're racing to get it built before you actually get there. And then you're also, uh, add cars to your train, which pick up certain types of cargo. You know, there's, uh, there's animal, you know, livestock, there's people, there's machines, uh, all that kind of stuff. And you get more points for the cargo as, uh, as you drop them off at other places along the way. It sounds fairly complicated, but once you get get into it, it's fairly easy.
1: I believe I uh, I played it when you brought over for a game day at my place a, a while back, and it was pretty fun. It was an. Yeah, I played it. It's a it's a blast. Yeah, certainly an enjoyable time. Yeah. It does take a while to to kind of like play through, especially with more people. So you know, just be aware. It's a more of a, a meaty game than it is like a like a casual game. Yep. So. Yeah,
2: especially the first time when you're getting used to it.
1: Mm. Well, That's cool though. I certainly haven't published any card games. <laughs> Hey, you publish uh, an RPG or two? <laughs> just one. <laughs> just, just 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 one. I'd love to take credit for more, but just one.
4: Pat, what about you? Doing anything fun? Uh, I mean, I don't tend to like listen to like that kind of stuff. Like, and I haven't published any games though. I have a campaign setting that I've been working on for over twenty years, but you know, it's just it's never out on paper. <laughs> Um, I have a couple of friends that do streams, like that kind of Twitch stuff. But that's that's really about it. Uh, my friend Mike, a different Mike than me, of course. A different Mike, third third Mike, or he he was my first Mike. You know, so <laughs> this, this is a college friend. But he's a BME Mike. This is Twitch channel, and he just kind of does stuff like Minecraft. He does like Minecraft, and occasionally he'll go through something like Horizon Zero Dawn or something like that. He's basically a scrub. And he says that, like, you know, he's just like, he's like, don't throw money at me. He's like, I don't need it. He's like, other people are more deserving. But he's like, but if you like what I do, come and watch. Like, it's, that's about what he's, where he's at. Refreshingly honest. Yeah, yeah. No, Mike is, Mike is a clear cut kind of guy. That's uh, something I admire very much about him. And then my friend Erin uh, has one that's called uh, Stranded on Earth 13. And she's uh, based in uh, Japan and she's an artist. But she does a lot of like, like art but she also does video game playthroughs. Like I think she went through like Phantasmagoria and I think she's going through a Resident Evil 2 remake or something right now. But um But it's good, you know. She's different time zone though, so it's like <laughs> I often don't get to watch hers because it's like in the middle of the day for me or the middle of the night for me. But right. Um uh, yeah, now that I think about it, uh, her the the link for her Actual comic book page is uh, strandedonearth.com dot so that's probably where you'd see the 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 focus of her of her activities at this point. But uh, yeah, those are really the only two. I mean, there's a couple of people that I don't know. Like I watch a lot of Mario Maker two videos, so there's like Carl Sig <laughs> and Forty Two and DGR and. Uh, geek and you know this like this like there's a, a very small community but they're very passionate and they kind of interact with each other but that's about it that's really the only stuff that I ever really come across that's cool yeah I think so
1: all right well with all the shameless plugs and self promotion out of the way let's uh, let's get back into our game right yes I, I
2: didn't say they were shameless yes. I have a little bit of shame. I'm definitely ashamed of you. (laughs) Ah, Life goal achieved.
4: Is shame the same thing as disgust? No, it actually
2: isn't. Cool. And yes, you can have both toward me.
1: Alright, well, when last we left, uh, you guys had just finished up a fight against the Greaser bots. Uh, you're, you're covered in grease now, slipping and sliding all over the place. Uh, and you put a Magnum hat on one of the survivors uh, that, you, uh, that you didn't beat up to death. Uh, sorry, Magnum, you are now covered in grease too. <laughs> to like all inside and everything. It's, it's kind of gross, uh, but yeah, you uh, you saw the the attack on Chromia and Windblade through his eyes, and it pretty much confirms what Chromia and Windblade were were saying. Uh, doesn't give you? It didn't give you a ton of new information, but uh, you can see the exact uh, location where the attack took place. So. Walk me through. What's the the next step for you guys? What do you want? Uh, what do you want to do
4: here? I want to go up to the spot where the shot was taken and actually use some senses to see if I can figure out some more stuff. Makes sense. Because I believe he pointed out, and he was like, "Oh yeah, like the blip came from over there." And then didn't we see a um like the outline, like you know, it's like we have video of not being able to see them. You know, like the kind of predator blur. Obviously, it's probably better than that, but.
1: Yep. Yeah, we we're
6: going to investigate the area because yeah. it was the person was actually invisible, if I remember correctly. Yes. It wasn't just perceptive.
1: All right. Well, uh, you can easily make it over to the actual site of the attack. It's just uh, across the street there. Uh, whomever wants to go ahead and give me a physical science
4: check. Um, Can I transform into my beetle form? activate my senses and use survival instead? Uh, you absolutely can. Yay. Yay! Survival for the win. Yeah, am I? Oh, I'm good at this. I have a 21, but that doesn't take into account any scent stuff. Any scent stuff? <laughs> like, I can smell things I've sent as a class feature, like a dog or bloodhound. So like if it's like, oh, do. yeah, well, when I'm in my beetle form, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah is no one going to comment about that? <laughs> Carapace just basically turned into a ginormous bug. I think he's done that before, though. Yeah, yeah. but not in front of me, has he? <laughs> I suppose not. Well, uh, I guess that's your problem,
6: isn't yeah. it? <laughs> I'm really like, is not this a sure. Big bu- is this the big bug? tank or the little bug bug bug? Uh,
4: I don't think I can get small. Okay. I, I don't have a uh, uh, mass shift, but like what I do, do like I, I do is uh, what. So when I'm in the tank mode, I'm like the six-legged. You know, kind of tank. But then, when I turn into a bug, it's like I flip over onto my back and my my legs switch. So, like, you know, my belly becomes my back. Like, you know, like that sort of thing.
2: All right, that'll 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 scar someone watching that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I might need counseling. I. They should go off and find it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, I'm just, I know a really great place off-world.
2: <laughs> I'm pushing my buttons on my fidget button machine. I'm pretty certain you left that on the ship. Did I know? No.
6: There's a reason you got trapped in an elevator.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I have to attach it to me with a chain or something. Uh,
6: I get a 21 for physical.
1: 21 physical science and 21 on survival. All right. Yup. That was a pretty low roll for you, Matt. Jesus.
6: Yeah, I rolled a two. Oof. Wow. Uh, and I got, thankfully, a fuss four with an assist, but, you know, don't nope. so
1: far. Yeah. Here is what I'll give you. I'm going to start off with the physical science. So, first thing is you notice a few scuff marks on the ground. And with Carapace's help, you can, can make the determination that these are uh, these are the tracks of uh, of two people fighting. So it, it tracks with that track. Yeah, see what I did? It's a joke. You can laugh. It's fine. Don't be too proud. <laughs> but yeah, so you can you can certainly confirm that there were were two people like fighting over here, and this is where it was was happening. Now, uh, against the wall, a few feet back, you'll find a couple of drops of melted metal. And as you are uh, kind of scanning around and examining, you can also pick up some trace amounts of photonic particles in the area.
4: Is that a a consequence of the uh, Infernus bullets? Like, when when they fire, they must have, like, a shell that comes out to... Or is it not a shell? Is it just, like, an energy, like, magnetic thing? I'll actually
1: let you do a separate physical science for that one because you're you're kind of you're asking kind of two separate questions on it.
4: Uh, me and or, or Magnum,
1: whomever wants to. I can do it.
6: But yeah, let's let's unlike... go. How about we go with this first one though that I found. What? Why don't you finish with what you, we've discovered with the first
1: check? Sure. Yep. Unless we need this for the. Nope. Uh, and so, so you get, like I said, you find uh, like the like, like in the melted drops of uh, metal on the ground and the trace amounts of photonic particles. With Carapace's help, uh, you can start to track kind of like the, the this the scent, and not just the scent as well, but you're also tracking very very faint kind of footsteps uh, away from the scene of the attack. Uh, it, they are very faint, and you're you're picking them up very, very lightly, because it's just, you know, light steps, likely. Uh, and the, uh, the, the scent and the smell is helping you do this. So you can track this as it leads you away from the site. Uh, you're about five feet away, and do you want to continue tracking it?
4: I'll, I'll indicate to them to be like, hey, I could smell something this way. In order to make that second roll that I just asked about, does that have to happen here, or
1: no it's it's just for for someone with uh with the knowledge behind it to determine if they're related or not okay that's all uh, is there anything else to find here i guess uh you think the tracks leading away is probably the best uh the the best thing you want to go for uh, like I guess you did find the trace elements of uh, of photonic particles in the area in the air and then I the the melted metal drops on the on the ground. Uh, you can quite easily determine that these were likely uh, melted pieces of chromia's insides as the bullet passed through her and kind of splattered
4: outwards. Okay, I uh, chew choo choose to go follow this path out into the... Uh, in- oh, jeez. <laughs> Not
6: even
2: February, man. <laughs> Hold on there, Carapace. I'll go with you. I can help you out there. He- I got a 28 for the physical science, by the way.
1: He didn't choose you.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no one ever chooses me. Uh, for that one, Magnum, uh, with a twenty-eight, you can tell that the photonic particles and the melted drops on the ground are two distinct things. The photonic particles are likely from a, uh, uh, a cloaking generator of some kind, and the melted pieces are specifically from the the Infernus bullet. All right, so the cloaking generator generates that a trail. Convenient. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
6: Not not for the person who owns it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's only because you're so good. And you had a lot of help from uh, carapace.
6: Yeah, and a big nose. has this big, you know, what is it? A rhino rhino beetle nose or is it a Goliath
4: beetle? Uh, technically, I'm, I don't think I'm either. Like, I don't have, like, an attack, ironically, while I'm a beetle. Other than, like, the it, guns that are on me. <laughs> so you could have a decoration, though. I mean. <laughs> Give him the horn, yeah. man. How I guess
6: the question is how horny are you? <laughs> oh, I never really have been. Uh <laughs> Giggity. I never had that upgrade.
4: Yeah, I don't I don't envision my I don't see myself as like a rhino one. I see maybe like the ones with just the, the pincers in the front, even though it's not a bite biteable one, it's just cosmetic.
6: See a lot of those for bugs are show too for show too. Yeah. Alright. Sniff away my beetly companion. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean, I also, I am large doing that <laughs> so like, I'm like a big ass fucking bug, so
1: I want you to ima- Okay, I want all of you to take the journey on this one I want you to imagine an enormous like 20 foot wide bug <laughs> just or no, 10 foot wide <laughs> bug like wandering down the street
6: <laughs> singing, hum- humming a hard day's night slightly to himself
4: <laughs> oh wee <laughs> uh, do you need me to make a, a check survival, or uh, I will in just a moment?
1: But you okay. can easily track it. the uh, The first, uh, I'll say, the first fifty feet or so, no problem. And go ahead and make me another, make me a uh, survival check. To see if you can keep the scent survival. Because as the as you get further away from the site of the attack, the scent is a little bit fainter, and the
4: tracks are lighter. Yep. Uh, so I have a 19, uh, but that doesn't take into anything uh, into account for the scent ability. Which honestly, yeah. I don't even really know how that works in Starfinder.
1: Um, uh, I will I will let it like you be able to, to track because I believe you can you can if with the scent ability you can track which direction like your target is like within right. like five or ten feet or so. I think it's very similar to Pathfinder. Um. All right, so you keep on going, and you get uh, another 50 feet or so. So you're 100 feet away from the, the site of the attack. Uh, give me another one. Let's see if you can keep the, the scent here.
4: Uh, that is uh, another 19.
1: A 19. You think you just barely did it. Like, you were, you were kind of sniffing around side to side over here, and it's like, ooh, I don't know. Did I lose it? Did I get it? And I'm like, oh, okay, whew, I got it. Can't look like a fool in front of my friends here. Don't worry,
6: people. He always has to take some time to decide. You know how they are when you go out for walkies.
1: <laughs> yeah, another 50 feet, and give me
4: one more. It can be uh, in oh. here. Okay, cool. Uh, this one's actually a lot better, so this is a uh, uh, 29. Ooh. That's without uh, her aid. And what about with her aid?
2: I'm... 25 that would be a 26 for the survival roll from Dennson for plus four 30, so that's
4: um, 30, 33 yeah 33
1: all right easy enough so the last 50 feet ends in what looks like a power booth uh, a power booth is effectively just a like a public recharge booth okay. It's like a phone booth kind of thing, like that kind of size. It doesn't uh, have a door. Phone booths have doors. Yep, it would uh, have a door, and it is swung shut. Is Are it, you uh,
4: alive? <laughs>
1: <laughs> High or low? Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, um, it's okay. <laughs> no, it, it's not alive. It's not alive.
4: Okay. <laughs> That'd be a very popular transformer. Like you're, you're, you're a fucking like power booth. Yeah, I am. Okay. Be, be my personal assistant Just keep me going all day <laughs> All day, every day,
6: sir I got Magnum has to learn ventriloquism When he starts <laughs> <after those things.
5: laughs> yes.
6: No, I'm not
1: <laughs> Take a rank and perform on your next level <laughs> Perform worth ventriloquism it. Worth it <laughs> Totally <laughs> Alright, so yeah, you guys can track the uh, the scent and the uh, faint footprints to this power booth. Uh, what do you want to do?
2: I think we should knock. Does the doorknob thing say occupied?
6: Nope. Does it have a thing that would say occupied if it did? Also, no. <laughs> <laughs>
5: we
6: want to make sure I do check our assumptions
4: here. <laughs>
6: uh, it looks like a porta potty.
4: <laughs> okay, can we open the door, please? <laughs> Sure. Are there One.
6: two guys from San Demas inside?
4: Who wants to do it?
2: <laughs> I'll do it. Alright. Let me in. Knock, knock. Hello. Getting ready.
1: Okay, Magnum, you go to the door, gun drawn, pop the door open, and it's empty.
6: Lamb. Alright. He's invisible, isn't he? Punch.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: Just in case. Give me an attack
4: roll. Alright. Alright. Yeah. Yeah. If there's a, an invisible corpse, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> not with my attacks. Would, it's would you be less upset
2: if the corpse were visible?
4: Yes. The corpse
6: no. you can see is better than the one you can't. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I got a 12. I don't think
2: I can hit a visible corpse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you swing your fist into the, the power booth and you, you hit the wall.
2: I push him in oh, no. and I lock the door from the outside.
1: <laughs> well, you push him in, but there's no outside lock. There's an inside lock. Well, though. then I'll just lean against the door, so I can't right, get then. out. Magnum, right, Magnum. You, just got, you just got pushed from behind. You're inside the, the booth. You try to open the door, and uh, there's something heavy on the other side. Check the out the booth.
6: I'm going to investigate inside the room since I'm I'm here anyway.
2: You're
4: contaminating the scene.
2: Come on. Well, if anyone can figure out, if there's like a secret passage or a a wee elevator in there, it's Magnum. He'll figure it out.
4: Yeah, and he can do that with the door open and you not being on it. Scat. Sure he can,
2: but now he's kind of motivated, isn't he? (laughs)
4: I'm going to punch you if you don't move, and then you will move. (laughs) Seismic punch.
6: Oh, my. Meanwhile, I got a 31 perception.
4: Two, one. Okay. Roll initiative. Guys, wait your
6: turn. Come on. I'll be done soon.
4: (laughs) Well, are are we doing this or not? Sure we can. Okay. This was my initiative. Uh,
1: 19. Just roll your dice, add your initiative. You know what it is. 20.01. All right, um, I've
2: already gone, so you can have at it.
4: Okey-dokey. Seismic punch. Oh, wussy. We'll That's a solid miss. That's a miss. Rolled a two.
2: <laughs> Stand in front of the door. I'll cross my arms. Well... Are you going to start something or just talk about it?
4: Okay. <laughs> See, I was going to do minimum damage. And now, nope.
6: <laughs> <laughs> do I have to roll initiative to do
1: my perception check?
4: <laughs> uh, actually, it's, it's
1: it's dumb. I know. Actually, since we are <laughs> in combat rounds, why don't you go ahead and roll initiative? Uh, you two Wildstrike, strike, just in case you want to do anything. Yeah, sure. We'll say those two got the surprise round going on. Magnum, you hear a big thunk against the door and the entire booth shakes.
6: Cut it out, guys. I'm
1: investigating here. <laughs> What'd you get, Magnum? I got an 18.02. And Wildstrike, Strike, what about you?
6: Uh, 18.06. <laughs> nice. That's <laughs> fitting. Really, it is. You should not be going before me. After me, I mean not be going after me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so, if I recall the order right on this one, it's Denizen, Carapace, Strike and Magnum.
4: Yes. Yes.
1: Uh, well, Denizen, you're you're there, and what do you want to do?
2: Well, I appear to be just standing against the door with my arms crossed. Now, I'll put one foot up against the door,
1: leaning on it. Captain Morgan pose. Okay. Yeah. All right, Carapace. She's just standing there.
4: Yep. Uh, this time I have a 27. I suppose that would hit me. Okay. Then I will do non-lethal damage. Well, uh, <laughs> I guess, do we even have that in this? Hey, I'm not trying to... Turn.
6: Yeah. There is non-lethal damage.
4: Yeah, there is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then I do uh, 20 points of non-lethal damage, and you are moved back 25 feet. Actually,
2: you uh, go through the illusion, and you hit the uh, the
4: booth. I'm not aiming through. Are you an idiot? Come on! Then. I'm not going to punch you through the door. I'm trying to move you to the side.
2: I- okay. So sure. I, the hit, the hit reveals that <laughs> it was an illusion. Standing you against okay. the door.
4: Okay. Okay.
2: Good. I had sent a note on the. Uh, the roll 20 before initiative was rolled. While you're counting down, I cast my spell or power.
4: Sure. Right.
2: Yep. I
6: see okay. it. It I, just says cast,
2: but.
4: I believe you. <laughs> I mean, I, I probably would have noticed that, but that's okay. That's what mysticism is for, right? Noticing things like spell casting. I think so. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Bob, good. <laughs> the result is what I wanted. You're not there anymore. True.
1: <laughs> uh, wild Strike, it looks like uh, Carapace just punched Denizen into nothing. What do you want to
2: do? The, the illusion disappears. It's still there. The illusion disappears, but I'm still <laughs>
4: invisible.
0: <laughs> but you're invisible. Okay. What did you just do?
4: Oh, uh, she just did her little the little trick that she showed us just a little while ago, that she can actually turn invisible and leave it like a, an echo behind or something. Oh, yeah, she has done that before. Yeah.
0: Oh. Okay. Handy. I thought you just uh,
2: actually you know, wild, destroyed her. Wildstrike, you're the one who tested it out for me.
4: Yeah,
0: you, you, you <laughs>
4: flew through her, you know, and almost crashed into uh, into, uh... Yeah, but
0: it's different when you see it actually happen in front of you. <laughs> right, right, and right. Not, And not, like, hitting her.
6: Truth. <laughs> Truth. You atomize her? <laughs> right.
4: <laughs> okay. Huh.
6: Like, Devin's oh, you wish. around?
4: Oh, I wish.
2: I'll say, yeah. Right,
0: everything good now? Be
4: gone. You too. I'm talking to a ghost. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys work everything out?
2: Yeah, we're just having a bit of fun there, Strike. Don't worry about it. I'm
0: not worried about you.
1: <laughs> that, was, that was fairly specific. <laughs> <laughs> alright, Magnum's been waiting long enough to do his perception check.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm taking side of uh, uh, combat rounds too. So, Magnum, show is yours. Perception check. Uh, 31, you said? 31. 31, alright. Uh, the place looks completely empty. There is absolutely nothing worth noting in this entire place. However, what you can do is you can take a look at the equipment here and see if there is any clues left behind. Uh, So, go ahead and give me either an engineering or computers check. Whichever you prefer. I'll do
6: computers to start out. Uh, I think Magnum will change into his
1: hat form. Hat Magnum. Hat Magnum. Mag Hat Magpat. Like I said, you need a theme song. I'm wor- I'm working on it, don't worry. I look forward to the result. Oh don't, I'm a horrible singer.
4: Just the facts, ma'am.
1: It's just that on a sound on a sound clip repeating. Just the facts, ma'am. Just the facts, ma'am.
4: Just oh, that could be a remix of that, that'd be amazing.
1: I said I said, wiki wiki, just the facts, ma'am. <laughs> I think that's
6: my new ringtone.
5: Wiki wiki! (laughs) Wiki wiki!
6: I have no idea what I was doing. (laughs) Computer's check. Alright, so I got a 27 for the computer's check. Uh, DC
1: for all other uses of the computers are reduced by 5. Uh, well, with the 32, you can hack into the uh, equipment here. Uh, it is very basic equipment. It's effective, like I said, just like a charging station, but it does keep uh, records of how much energy is put out every time something is hooked up to it or if nothing is hooked up to it. Uh, so you can determine with from that that uh, a device that drew a lot of power, like a significant amount of power was connected approximately five days ago. Uh, and then after that, very, very briefly after that, uh, all of a sudden there's no rec- there's no logs there's no records. It's almost like the whole thing was just like went dead for, uh, for a while.
6: Hmm. Was that much power power drain put out of commission?
1: Putting two and two together you think that the EMP device that knocked out uh, the the equipment in this area like the uh, the security cameras and all the the video feeds was likely powered here first and then when it went off it killed the uh, the it killed the generator.
6: I say so. So it was the ch- I'm trying to remind me it was the was the attack 5 days ago? Yes. So we this we probably we probably backtracked them. We didn't follow that. We didn't follow the attacker. We backtracked it. Do you think that's likely?
4: No, we're almost certainly reviewing the crime. Like 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 the, this happened. Th- this happened before the crime.
6: Yes. Rather than ra- right. I thought we were maybe following where the the perp went, you know. Uh, but I'm this not, is backward. So yes, yep. I think no, we're we,
4: backtracking we, it. Yep.
1: Okay. So so far you, have to, you you have kind of figured that... Someone was in here, and in Carapace, you still do get the the scent of like the the photonic particles and the 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 kind of unique scent from the Infernus bullet as you are are kind of sniffing around. So, kind of putting two to, two, to two together, you're gonna figure like, okay, the EMP was set off here, and the uh, the the whoever the whoever did this probably was in here for a brief time, and then started making their way towards. Uh, Chromia and Windblade to to do the attack. Uh, likely, probably right after the uh, EMP was set off. And you would imagine that if if this person is actually setting off an EMP in the area, they likely have some kind of shielding or something to prevent it from affecting them.
4: Do EMPs affect us? I think
1: they I think they stun us. I think. Yep.
4: Or something like that. Not no, in
1: the same way they would for like you know human technology, but
6: if if they're right. strong enough, I think they can. Depending on what how it's made. I think Scientist has a grenade that can do EMPs. Which I right. think does a stun or something like that or paralyze something like that. Okay. But they're pretty beefy, so Yeah. Do uh do people have to
4: pay
1: to use this booth?
4: <laughs> Credit card.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh nope. It's pretty much just a, a free use power booth. Can I do an engineering check
6: to get a power signature of uh, the thing is, it was a device. They looked like they charged the, the, the gizmo and not themselves. That still so might I be won't... a clue. Yeah, might as well. I
2: mean, can I do, try to get a power signature? I expect EMP devices aren't all that popular in, you know, your regular run of the um Cybertronics store. That's a good thing, too. We should trace that. Good, good idea.
4: And we can't track it any further. The scent doesn't go anywhere else. Nope. It kind well, of, we'd have to, we are so we're, we're at the place where the shooting happened, like where the, the sniper was. So, what we probably need to do is now go down to the street and find out what the physical attack was, and then possibly find a new scent from there. Um, but one, one idea that I just had regarding the uh, the EMP is that EMPs, based upon how much energy was drawn, you could probably find out like the effective caliber or like the strength of the EMP, knowing what it's blast radius was and then once you can discern that we can be like oh let's see if there's any cameras that are like 20 feet outside of that and then maybe you caught something in a cursory area around it that's like just outside of the blast radius
6: that's brilliant just as a all right so why don't uh, matt Ma- pythagoras will go try to investigate the radius if you can determine it and do exactly what he said and why don't you go back and see if you can find a different trail from the crime scene that maybe that leads when they left as opposed to when they got there Can do Sound sound reasonable to everyone? Sure, I'm visible again by the way That's a shame (laughs) And there was much rejoicing
1: (laughs) Let's start off with uh, Magnum Give me an engineering check, see if you can uh, make some determinations here 31 um, Engineering, please uh, you can determine that the effective radius was probably about 300 feet or so, which would put it uh, the the outer limit of that about 100 feet past the site of the attack. So not a not a long way, but
6: still. So look for look for cameras or anything like that outside that radius and uh, pry them open.
1: All right. Uh, I will come back to you on that one because that's going to take a, a few minutes for you to to walk back and start looking at stuff and then climbing up on the wall and start breaking the cameras down.
6: <laughs> and, Why do I feel like Ghostbusters too when they're digging in the middle of the street?
4: Uh, <laughs> Boss! <laughs> <laughs> I love that the, the the smart character's like, I know I can't do this sort of skill okay hey uh. <laughs> the person with the high bluff skill, please come and talk
1: <laughs> he's smart enough to know his limits yeah, that's
4: that's that's the <laughs> eight and another right there man that's <laughs>
1: all right, Carapace go ahead and give me a survival and denizen if you are aiding also give me a survival.
2: denizen has rolled a 26 for. Her initial survival.
4: Uh, I only rolled a fifteen. I rolled pretty abysmal for that one, so I had difficulty finding the scent. Mm. You certainly did. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do. You do
1: eventually pick it up, but uh, it does feel kind of muddled, and you're thinking that all of the all of like the traffic and everything, and all the people who have come by in the last couple of days uh, has probably obscured the scent a little bit, uh, and all of the grease. From those other guys, it's mm. like all you're getting in your in your your sensor there.
4: Okay, I'll do like that. <laughs> you know. the one nose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'll uh, try it again. And this time, I rolled a, thir- a 33.
2: Denizen rolled a 25, did So that is a
4: 37. Right,
2: you can get this carapace. Trust me, I know how muddled sense go. Came from Earth. You know how smelly humans are.
4: God, I can only imagine, and that I truly sympathize <laughs> <laughs> sincerely.
1: Uh, with that, you can track it over to the uh, past the the uh, the little bar, kind of like little like diner that the the greasers came out of. It's still overwhelming your sense, though. It's like, oh, so greasy, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, but you do sense it, uh, kind of getting past that out onto the the street. Uh, go ahead and give me one more. Uh,
4: then that is a twenty-six.
1: I get the twenty-four to 8.
4: So flat thirty.
1: All right. The uh, scent stops at the uh, at the intersection, uh, and looking around, you can see that this is a stop for uh, one of the few stops for like the the Cybertronian like mass transit system so it looks it smells like whoever did this uh got onto a bus or a train of some kind damn okay. if only
2: we knew a bus. let's
4: <laughs> just think
1: of that um <laughs> is this
4: is this area within uh a hundred feet of like is it still within the blast area the emp area
1: it is still within it, but it's getting awfully close to the edge. You're probably like a good 70 feet in, uh, 70 feet uh, from the uh, site of the attack.
4: Okay, I'll try to, I'll send a message to Magnum saying like, hey, they probably get on to some sort of public transport here, so finding something in the public transport area that's outside of the radius would probably be the best place to, to, to find it.
2: While he's uh, given that message out, I'll be scraping the grease from the the other fella off of my body on the, <laughs> the corner of the building like a bear scratching
1: his back.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> squid,
1: squid, squid. <laughs> yep. Well, do you want to do anything while all this is going on? And your tracking's not really your thing.
0: Yeah, I can't really track anything. I'll just follow along. Keep, uh... Keep an eye out in case somebody's trying to follow us, or somebody's trying to ambush us while we're investigating.
4: Is it? Is it me, uh, Wild Striker? Is that give? Is that building over there giving us a dirty look? <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> no, and <first>. it's talking. <laughs> oh, please, I have a family. <laughs> so it's not only
2: looking funny at us; it's melting off, is it?
1: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> three little huts at home. <laughs> Nico will uh, will come up to you and says, "So, uh, uh hey, boss, is this uh, this is kind of what you what you guys do? Like, with, uh, this is is this like like a typical day for you, or like what, uh, what what's going on? Is this a uh...
0: no, not really typical. Usually, we don't uh, go around looking for clues. <laughs>
2: <laughs> More like trying to cover up our own."
4: actually that's a that's an interesting question is 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 it nico or nico
1: i've uh i've envisioned it nico but everyone's been like been calling him nico Um, so
4: like nico was like a bureaucrat like does he have computer hacking skills like would he know like the oh wait this is a transportation system like this is what i got my dissertation in
1: (laughs) yeah i don't i don't know you're gonna have to ask Wildstrike, he stated him out he has some (laughs) computer
4: skills that would be a no... I could have him roll. I mean, I'm just trying to think of, like, you know, I, I don't know anything about him. So, like, it's a... 24. Oh. <laughs> okay. That's right. better than I can possibly roll. <laughs> that and is the best I could possibly roll. <laughs>
2: and he calls that some computer skills.
4: <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh,
1: what do you computer. want to do with that uh, computer skill anyway? What are you trying to accomplish? And I'll come back to you in a second there, Matt. Uh, Matt.
4: I don't know. Pat suggested it. <laughs> I was gonna say, let's um, let's find out what the schedule is at that time of the day. Like you know, maybe they will be like, oh, there's actually only two buses and one train that were in the the, the station at that time. Right. And that and,
2: would... and where and where would they go? What what are their Look stops? Into the schedule. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Okay. Yeah, it can do that.
1: I'm cool with that. Uh, I will come back to that in uh, just a moment, but yep. I've promised. Matt his his time in the sun. No, that's
6: alright. Don't worry about me. <laughs> uh, alright, so... Ripping apart cameras. But I will concentrate on that area since that's what they found. So,
1: Alright, give me a um, b- 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 let's do engineering this time. Engineering. 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 Pythagoras is going to do some engineering. Magnum's going to help him. <laughs> 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 <Whoa>. <laughs> but he rolled too low, so he gets nothing. <laughs> Twenty-eight. So yeah, you find uh yep, you find a camera that is outside the the blast radius. Uh and you uh you hack in and uh, take a look at the footage.
6: Try to get the right time code for when the person would have gone through.
1: Yeah. So it, it does take you a while to kind of like like search through it. And you think this is probably the only camera that's picking up anything on this. All of the other ones are, are within the blast radius, unfortunately. Uh, and the angle is not great. Uh, but what you can see is the the camera is kind of like on the opposite side of where the door is. But you do see right around like where that time is, right at that, that time code, you see two bots coming in you see the silhouette of like two bots as they kind of walk through the the bus uh you can't make out any details but you you definitely see two of them how big are they one looks to be medium sized. one looks to be small Uh, maybe even pythagoras sized
4: interesting
6: interesting okay i will share the information
4: okay
1: All right. So you guys think you uh, have kind of figured out everything that you are going to from the site of the attack. Uh, You already talked with uh, Windblade and Chromia and investigated the attack site. So um, what's the what's the next step for this? Walk me through it. I'm going to look for see
6: who see who deals in this kind of equipment, Um, you know, do a search for who else who might be selling EMP generators of this, this category of this caliber. uh... Um,
4: I think that I'm going to go and try talking to Lord Scourge because I I know he's been wanting to talk to me anyway and while I don't think that you know, from my my understanding of his reputation and my experiences with him, he's much more of a hands-on kind of person, so he probably didn't hire invisible assassins to kill somebody, he just do it himself but you know, maybe he knows something that we don't know. Like, oh wait, yeah, three other people I know were killed by infernus bullets, and it's like, oh, okay, so let's let's find out that. Or maybe
6: he got attacked. He just hasn't mentioned it. Yeah, they so attacked me, and I hate them. That's, you know. Yeah. So that's. Exactly-
4: oh yeah, those <laughs> things fucking sting. Ah. I'm gonna burn my rotator cuff
1: from one of those things. Another big question are is are all of you going with uh, Carapace, or are we splitting the party?
6: Uh, I don't have any reason to not to go with him. So unless he, wants, unless he wants to meet alone.
4: I don't know. I mean, this, this does feel kind of like a let's go each talk to a person, you know, multitasking thing, which is obviously a, I know a logistical nightmare as far as a recording. but um.
2: <laughs> Well, um, I've got the Damascus down in my notes. Why do I have that? Was he one of our suspects?
1: Yeah, uh, Windblade had uh, had mentioned that she didn't want to uh, talk. She didn't want to share his. She didn't want to share her concerns about Starscream with Damascus. Oh. Uh, but I don't think any of you followed up with her as to why.
4: Mm. Okay. How about um, Wildstrike? Do you actually want to talk to Starscream?
0: Yeah, I could talk to him. Okay. I got some questions for him but he's not going to tell us anything that we want to find out.
4: Right, but that's not necess- that's not why we talk to people always. You know, I'm just letting, you know, don't get any hopes up. Right. Right. I'm guessing that so we should send Danizen to go talk to Damascus because we don't actually want to have allies. Um, but who knows like you know maybe they they both begin with the letter D like that's some sort of connection
2: they can bond bond over the D
4: (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) you guys both have a thing for Megatron and both hate Starscream it's like that's did she
2: I bet Tate you find out. Oh, I'm talking to her <laughs> now.
4: That's it. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Nicely done. This is emergent storytelling people. Come on. <laughs>
2: Alright, we're gonna meet up at some bar later, right? Is so that usually the way things go?
4: Yeah. Let's go, let's go talk <laughs> Yeah, to yeah there you go. And meet up with at Rebar if we can't find anything.
2: Alright,
6: meet
4: up. Up.
1: Oh, he's
2: gonna be he's gonna be thrilled to see us again.
1: Meeting at Rebar <laughs>
2: place, and When we're all done with our chats. Yes. And I'll be off.
1: Carapace is going uh, to talk to Lord Scourge. Wildstrike is going to talk to uh, Starscream. Denizen is going to talk to Damascus. And what is Magnum Pythagoras doing?
6: Where I'm going to do a text search for the, the MP device and see who might be selling one. And if I can find out who might be selling it, try to track down if anyone's
1: bought one recently and whom that might be. Sounds good to me. All right, so I think we're uh, we're probably gonna have to move this until like the next day, uh, in order to uh, be sure everyone can kind of get to uh, to where they're going, uh, and we'll start off with uh, you, Carapace. So you are going to head on over uh, to uh, roughly where the the Yukarin, like embassy would be for for Cybertron, uh, and. As you're you're approaching, you can see that there's a lot of kind of there's a, a lot of like nature that was imported was say, from from Eucharist. Is it a
4: park with a fighting pit? <laughs> <laughs> the embassy. <laughs> yep. Yep.
1: All circled like you know, there's caves all around the fighting pit, and those are like the offices and the buildings of the embassy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it looks like they uh, uh, they imported like a good amount of a like, greenery and like, soil and like actual parts of the forest in uh, like through the space bridge in order to like make this a more suitable place for your car and some place that they'd feel more at home. I approve. Uh, there's a couple of like really large trees kind of off to the this like spread throughout the park uh, where uh, flyers could kind of roost. Uh, there are like subterranean sections down there that were like, dug down like under the soil to kind of recreate like the uh, uh, the dens of like burrowing animals. Uh, it's not covered in dirt; it's still metal because they had to dig down into the, the substrate. But you know they're there, and it kind of it, it simulates it a little bit. And then of course there are just like I said caves. There's like little like open areas of of grass, uh, plenty of room to to run around and to move. Uh, and there's even, and I, you have no idea how they did this, this must have been an enormous undertaking. But they managed to hollow out a large chunk off to the side for an artificial lake and rivers that kind of like flow through it. Uh, and as you're looking through, you can see that like, the rivers themselves actually have motion to them, so you think like water is like pumping through the area. Wow. Mm. All in all, it's really a big, even by human standards, it'd be a really beautiful place, but it is incredibly unusual and alien looking for cyber, uh, Cybertronians. Nice. Did they actually import dirt? They imported dirt, water, trees, some rocks, I imagine, too, you know, just as some variety in there.
2: They saved the shipping costs by shipping the water and the dirt together, just as mud. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And then they drain is them. Is there away.
4: much water on Cybertron? Oh, no. Like, there are no oceans or... Nope. The closest thing would
1: have been, like, the old Rust Sea, uh, which is not really an ocean, but just, like, a perpetual storm of, like, rusting agents, like, throughout, like, one of the hemispheres of the planet.
4: So, like, just, like, pure oxygen.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, there are, like, there are energon rivers and energon pools, like, throughout the, the planet, but nothing—the the scale of like an ocean.
4: I mean, like, can you like go swimming in an Energon pool, or is that like being like a vampire? Uh, no, if you
1: can, it'd just be—it'd just feel really good, you know. Okay. You'd feel energized. Don't forget, Energon is food, power, money, ammo—it's <laughs> pretty much everything.
4: So it's like the snee, you know. Was this the, don't what the, that the is. It's the Dr. Seuss book where it's just like, oh, this thing can become a sock, it can become a tree, it can become a car. Oh, yeah, okay. You know? yeah. It's, it's yep. like, it's UPB currency, you know?
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yep. okay. I go to the place. There's no such thing as making an appointment, so I just. Not for you, current Yep, yeah, I just go and go
1: you get to uh, the embassy area. Uh, I imagine you want to head up to probably the fighting pit first kind of just look around, see who is, uh, who's around. Uh, he's not uh, visible uh, right, uh, you know, immediately but you'll kind of find a couple of you Karins hanging around, ask if you've seen Lord Scourge anywhere or if they've seen Lord Scourge anywhere and they will point you, point him out uh, and yeah, you can you can find him with no problems.
6: Hey, you any good books lately?
7: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. Look who finally crawled out of the forest.
1: And Lord Scourge of the Scalewalkers of Yucaris walks up to you, Carapace. Rears his arm back and... Boom, comes in, aims right for the gut. Uh, give me initiative.
4: That's unfortunate. Uh, I rolled a natural one, so I have a seven. <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, this just be like a, an actual traditional greeting, and the harder you punch, the more respect you're actually giving the person. And then when he does his seismic punch, Lord Scourge is going to be very complimented. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Scourge got a twenty-eight. So he's going Bam. first. Yep. <laughs> All right, Carapace Punch is coming right up to your gut. Um, I actually got to roll to hit you, don't I? Oh, <laughs> that was initiative. Ooh, that is almost a crit. Uh, that's a thirty-five.
4: And he just hit me.
1: All right. Well, let's roll up some uh, some damage here. And we gotta add this one in here. There we go. All right. That is gonna be eight, seventeen, nineteen, twenty-one, and twenty-six. That's twenty-six points of bludgeoning damage coming at you. Okay.
4: All right. It's to you. What do you uh? Like what are you gonna I mean, do oh, you like what is he like what is his uh form I want to say like the equivalent of like oh you son of a gun but since I know he's a, he's actually a creature I can actually re- you know reference the, the proper thing you monkeys uncle
1: yeah <laughs> son of a salamander <laughs> yeah yeah you, yeah you would know this you're uh you you know all about uh, about scourge uh, he is a three-headed dragon Ooh. a Interesting. flightless flightless three-headed dragon he's kind of like a Cerberus but a dragon form Cerberus
4: Okay, dragarous. Like you know, your mother. <laughs> that also
6: that also like means he likes to dress in you know His alternative clothing.
4: Your mother was a lizard. Okay, They're very I, forward I'm thinking. Gonna, There's nothing I wrong with that. And an equivalent seismic punch, just because you know, you know, no loss, no love lost amongst friends. Okay, uh, I hope this is enough to hit him.
6: Just because he isn't a dragon doesn't mean he's op- not open minded. You know,
4: <laughs> right, right. You know, he's multi he's multi minded actually. Um, that is a 30. Well... Probably it's not enough to hit him, honestly.
1: Your fist comes in, impacts his stomach, kind of right at the solar plexus right there. Does nothing. He just oh, I takes didn't. the punch. So, so I, I do not hit. Right. It's, it's a miss, technically. But well, it, was, it was really close, though, to be fair. I probably can't hit him then.
4: He'll look you straight in the eye.
7: <sighs> Well
4: met, Carapace. I'm gonna get you next time, man. (laughs) (laughs) Just let me gain a few levels, you know. (laughs) I'm gonna get you next time. He
1: reaches out his uh, his arm to grasp your your hand like in a warrior's handshake.
6: Silly salamander, you. (laughs) Damn it. Well met. And he will. Glad I didn't go with him because I'd end up being in the stratosphere, you
1: know. he'll uh, he'll kind of like gesture for uh you to kind of like follow along and just uh, walk with him and he'll uh, cuz there are some people around cuz he is you know running for for president uh, ruler of cybertron so uh before you got there he was kind of like talking campaigning a bit trying to show you know prove that he is the the strongest there is
4: oh, he's he's a, he's a badass you know <laughs> oh yeah and so just absolutely. So you know i rolled an 18 for that
1: ooh yeah so, like you you would have had a nat twentieth for right now, yeah.
4: Yeah, so i like, I probably can't hit him. Yeah,
1: he's a he's a beefy guy, you know. Yep. Nope. Uh, well, yeah, he'll he'll gesture for you to to kind of follow along with him, and the two of you will take a take a walk. Okay.
7: I heard what happened to your companion, sweet spot. You may find this strange. But I respected him as an opponent, not as a warrior. Primus knows the bot couldn't take a punch, but as a fellow candidate, he could speak to anyone and make them feel as strong as a prime. He was, a uh,
4: he was canny. You know, as, as, as you're well aware, not all forms of strength are
7: physical. <sighs> very wise words so tell me Carapace who are you going to support now you know what the fate weavers say that one day you'll hold the destiny of Cybertron in your hands maybe that time has come and gone or maybe you are living it right now who you choose to support says as much about them as it does about you well I've made no secret how I feel
4: about the fate weavers prophecies I tend to assume that we make our own
1: and with that he he kind of gives you a bit of like a sideways look and and, and you do know that the fa- fate weavers do have a uh, uh, a I don 't want to say stranglehold, but they have they have a very uh prominent uh, cult and they're very well respected on Eucharist. Oh, totally.
4: yeah i'm i'm definitely a, it's atypical that I believe that what I believe yeah exactly
1: uh, for, those, for those listeners who don 't know or are not familiar with it the fate weavers are effectively a spider clan on uh, eucharis that Uh, They're semi-mystical and they have uh, a, they kind of, they tell the future. They tell fortunes, whether they're accurate or not is up for debate, but that's their deal.
6: Spider-Clan, Spider-Clan, does whatever the Spider-Clan do. (coughs)
7: Carapace, I'm only going to say this once. I respect your strength as a warrior. Your prowess on the battlefield is... ...impressive. But you have entered an arena where your physical strength will not help. You are involved with the ruling powers of Cybertron and the Council of Worlds that has helped expand our influence to the stars. And, if the rumors are to be believed, You've even gotten your claws on an artifact of the Primes. You're a nobody. You didn't rule a tribe. You weren't the strongest in the land, but here you are, talking with not one, but many of the potential rulers of the planet. Yet, you still fight against the idea of fate. I am hardly a believer in the Fate Weaver's webs. But even you must realize that it appears to have a kernel of truth. I've fought my whole life to get where I am. <laughs> and if I had even a fraction of your luck, I'd be ruling this planet already. <laughs> You are being presented with an opportunity that few ever receive. A chance to bend the wheels of fate in your own direction. If the weavers say you have a destiny, then grasp it. Make it your destiny. Do what you will and call it fate. What are they going to say? That you've done the prophecy wrong. <laughs>
1: and with that. We'll see you next time.
3: Uh,
6: uh, okay.
3: Good speech. <laughs> From the secret files of Teletran 1, Empire of Rust is written in GM by Michael Ordway. Headmaster Magnum and his partner Pythagoras are played by Matthew G. Denizen, the mysterious druid, is played by Adam Aichu. The Decepticon warrior Wildstrike and his partner Nyko are played by Mike M. And Carapace, the bee Soldier of Primitive Eucharist, is played by Patrick Finn. Additional characters are played by Michael and Cassandra Odway. Empire of Rust is supported by the humans and networks of Planet Earth, whose online networks provide access to libraries of sound effects and music, such as Storyblocks, Zasplat, Blue Zone, and Dark Fantasy Studios. We are distributed by the Transmissions Podcast Network. Stay up to date with all the latest news and reviews in the world of the Transformers by going to TransmissionsPodcast.com or searching for of Transmissions in your podcast app of choice. You can communicate with the heroes of Iacon by joining us on the Transmissions Discord channel. There you can discuss episodes, talk to the cast, and download the rule set used in the Empire of Rust. Teletran 1, signing off.